Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Ah uh, sorry. It's okay, it's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monsters like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. Because I'm a hurt child. Became present when you mentioned it, and I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. Funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week, been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel like, like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. All right, so tell me a little bit about the OCD. Okay, so all of my fears are about being safe. Okay. That, 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 that is the center of how I think and um, anything like one of the reasons why I have OCD is because I have fears of acting or doing something the way I used to be, you know, nihilistic, bipolar person. I, I always have bipolar but I used to give it all the power and yeah. now I don't give it. Now I don't give it power. Yeah. But I, I have a fear of going back to it because it almost killed me, you know, or, or if we are talking about, um, one of my biggest fears is having another, another seizure. Mm. Now I've had like almost three years without having a seizure yeah. and my, my neurologist, I might not have another seizure. All right. But every day I think about having a seizure. Mm, yeah. And so what constitutes, you'll have to educate me a little, what constitutes OCD? What, what do you do that, that someone would say, okay, that's, that's called OCD? You don't know what manic and depression are? I'm asking okay, you. Well, I'm just asking you to to fill me in. It's not a it's not a area of expertise of mine. 
Okay, so manic thinking can be about kind of dreamy versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, very, very, it's 100% using your ego. Yeah. And not, not the healthy version of the, of the ego. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, usually a little... Uh, um, I'm the best. I, I'm the 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 book that I'm writing. Just a book. It's not just going to be a good book. It's the best book ever, and everybody's going to love it. And I'm going to be the best. Yeah. Like this sort of a sort of like um, dreamy version of something that's not actually happening. Uh-huh. And how does that and how does that show up as OCD? I'm just curious. The OCD is the fear of that kind of thinking. Okay. Okay. And so my OCD is always worried about me going back to the kind of person I used to be. Right. Okay. And are there behaviors that you do that, that, but more than the worry, are there behaviors that show up um, from that worry? Are you talking about like physical stuff? Yes. Uh, no, it's all in my brain, right? Okay. And and the thing is that I, I I have years of learning how to really choose which thoughts I'm using, mm-hmm. and so I I should have the confidence that I am not that person anymore, and I've learned how to not live that way. I'm actually really, really stable for the first time in my life. But bipolar is and is completely emotional, right? No logic at all. And so it's very there's no way to be bipolar, giving power to bipolar and being stable. It's anti-stable. Okay. Right? And and now I'm pretty stable. Yeah. But you know, I I'm worried that if I'm not super, super aware of that, then it will come back. Right. That makes sense to me to have some concern about that, to have some worry about that. And you said that all of your fears are about safety. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Like um, in the home that I'm living in, there's a new guy who's going to come live with us. And, you know, he has some guns and mm-hmm. and, he, and he's actually a teacher for how to, to use guns correctly. And he really knows his stuff, right? Yeah. But as soon as I learned that, my OCD fear was that I would kill myself. Yeah. Yeah. Even though... I don't want that at all. And I'm a very different person. And I don't feel like that would happen at all. There's no, there's no logic. There's no data saying that I'm even close to that kind of thinking or even interested in that. Yeah. But it's still there. Okay. So that fear is something you'd like to change your relationship with? I would like to be able to 
really balance the fears a bit so I can be more consciously aware that this fear is not useful. I I have other fears that are actually kind of helpful. And so I want to keep those, you know? Yeah. Okay. So let's see if you can, um, let's see when you're having that fear, see if you can notice where it is located in or around your body. My, my, my husband was a working coach for Um, the audio seems to have cut off. I heard my husband is a working coach. And, and, um, and we do this, this work being where it is in my body all the time. Great. Cool. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm useful. Great. That, that's all. All right. So where would you say that, that fear feels like it located? I think in my legs. Okay. And what's it like? Like, like I'm, I'm, it gives me the image of running away from something. Okay. And yeah, does what other sensations come up around that, if if there are any? Maybe some weight in my shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Good. So just keep so just keep trying to turn inwards and just um I'm getting some echo on the audio. I don't know if, are you do you have me on speakerphone by chance? I I do, I get I I just changed that. Oh, it just sounds a lot better when it's off. Okay, cool. Thanks. Your voice sounds a lot better. We both sound better now. Okay, so um, yeah, just keep trying to turn inwards towards that, towards that feeling and just really try to kind of see it in front of you if you can. Mm -hmm. And how would you say you feel towards this part? I get why it's there. Yeah. It is a lot more emotional than I want it to be. Yeah. See if you can see if you can send it a message and just ask it if if it'll talk with us today, if it will if it'll let us get to know it or let you get to know it today. See how it responds. kind of a bitch that's saying, all right, let's try this, but I don't believe this is going to help. Hey, all right. That's reasonable. It's it's actually a natural reaction that I have for anything. That's it's fine. not a you thing. Like, like I, I, I naturally, um, there's a lot of stuff I don't really 
believe will help me and then it does help me and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the part of you that wants this fear to be less emotional, can you ask that part to give us some space while we're just we're just trying to be curious for now? And so we're gonna try to set any of those parts aside and just ask the part that wants you to be that wants this part to be less emotional if it will give us some space while we get to know it and see how that reacts. It's saying that it is aware of it's that I am naturally kind of a judgy person. <laughs> yeah. It's which I'm not just judgy with other people. I'm judgy with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just see if you can ask that the the judgy part to give us a little space while we get to know the the afraid part. Okay, it's saying let's let's try it. Beautiful, thank you, thank you, judgy part. Um, so if you can just turn towards the afraid part, and do you? Are you able to see it, or do you only sense it? I have certain images in my brain, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Okay. See if you can just kind of approach it and get closer to it. I I feel closer. Great. See if you can try asking it, what does it want you to know? It believes that my super, super strong part of you, of me, that's all about making sure I'm safe is the reason why I actually am safe. Okay. So without this kind of thinking, I would not be as safe. Okay. So it, it's saying that the strong part of you is doing a good job, but it's, but it's saying it also needs to, it likes to add a little extra to help you be safer. The afraid. That it, um, it doesn't think that without it, I could be safe. Mm-hmm. And has it protected you in the past? Has it served you in the past? Yes, actually. So some sometimes it is not very useful, and other times it is. Awesome. So see if you can just go ahead and and show it some appreciation for the times when it has been useful, and see how it reacts to that. Show it some show it some appreciation or some compassion for the job it does and for keeping you safe when it has. It's saying something that um, I, I actually, I, I made an image for this a long time ago. Uh, it's saying that 
the one thing that that both beer and glove do together mm-hmm. is they're both about me making sure I'm doing well, I'm, I'm safe. Yeah. And so it's saying that it is fear, but it is caring about me. Yeah, so see if you can just show it some appreciation for its intention to care about you. Just say thanks to it and see how it reacts. It is thankful. I'm thankful. Yeah. Did you show it that? I hugged it. Oh, did you say you hugged it? Yes. How did it react to that? Um, it does what I would usually do, which is I hug in like a very, kind of like a robot kind of hug, like, okay, let's just be done. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, because that's kind of uh, how I can be with hugs. Um, unless I'm really close to you, then I give you like good hugs. But uh-huh. if not, I, I kind of hug you like I have to. Yeah. Well, see if you can show it. See if you can show it appreciation in the way that it that it would receive it best. And if a hug doesn't feel right, it's your imagination, and you don't have to even share with it. So if you have some secret handshake or anything that you do, um, you don't have to tell me. But just see if you can again try to show it appreciation for when it has served you. That's just saying saying thank you, and it's saying thank you for saying that. Awesome. And so I think you might have already answered this question, but can you just ask it again, what is it it afraid will happen if it doesn't do that job? It would be worried that... And, and again, this is completely emotional, right? There's no logic in this. Well, let, that's that's an opinion. You know, let's let's just let's just listen to what it has to say, and then we can kind of we can kind of tease it all apart or or try to figure it out later. But just in the moment, see if you can just hear what it has to say. Okay. Well, even though these guns are in a box that's locked, and I could never open it. It is worried that if I was super bipolar, you know, and this happens with a lot of people who are bipolar, the depressed, the depressed part of bipolar gives them reason to kill themselves. Right, right. I'm not even, I'm not worried about killing somebody else, I'm worried about killing, killing myself. Sure. And, but, but it's not just, that's my only fear, that's just one of the plenty yeah. of fears that I have, and they're all about being safe. Yeah. So when it tells you that, when it shows you the gun thing and it shows you its concern about that, is that something, do, I mean, do you get it? Do you? Does that resonate with you? I know that before my brain injury, it would have been a real thing to worry about. Mm. Because I, I, I was so much, so much of a nihilist that I didn't feel bad about killing myself. 
And you're saying that now you think it's not so much of a thing to or not anything to worry about? What I am saying is that I, I, because I was so close being dead, yeah. I had like eight surgeries mm-hmm. and uh, during the time, my, the doctor didn't know my, my talking to my mom, my dad, if I was alive or not, yeah. nobody knew. Wow. I, I got as close to being dead as you could. Wow. And I, it really changed me. Sure. Yeah. In, in a very positive way. And I am now thankful that I'm alive. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to do everything I can throughout this life to have a good life. Yeah. But it, and not just a good, not just a good life, a calm life. Yeah. I'm still wondering if it, if it makes sense to you why this part would be, would be afraid of those things. I think that it is um, still focused on my history. Yeah. And it is less interested in what's happening right now. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, parts of us are, you know, especially with trauma, for example, you know, it's it can happen years ago and we're still, part of us is still kind of focused on it, so... All I'm asking is if you can, again, kind of show this part that you get it, that you understand its concern. And even even if now you feel like, hey, it shouldn't be that much of a concern, just trying to, again, let it know you get it and and ask it if it if it knows that you get it. Does it feel like you understand what it's concerned about? I do. I, I do think it believes that yes, I I, I know where it's coming from. Yeah. Um. Another thing about OCD that 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 you really know is that our, our OCD, the way that our brains work is we feel like control mm-hmm. is why we're safe. Right. That that every every fear we have. Our reaction is to control. Yeah. We're very, very, very controlling people. Makes sense to try to to try to feel a sense of safety through control. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So tell this part or ask it if you could change this about yourself. And I know you're saying that you that you feel like you already have. But just ask it if you could change this about yourself so that you were someone who there was there was no chance you would get into somebody's guns or, or go through any of that kind of experience again. If you could change that, what would this part like to do inside of you? What other role would it like to have? And just ask it and don't think of an answer. Just wait for an answer. like to do something creative oh yeah does it have any examples is it showing you anything yeah some sometimes um i will make in photoshop um backgrounds for websites using like symmetry 
uh, shapes. Yeah. Because I find that relaxing. Because I'm a very technical kind of thinker, so I find that kind of technical Photoshop work uh, relaxing. Great. Yeah. So just let it know that if it's that you have a better understanding about your own safety and you have a more appreciation for your for your health and safety now, and that if it can turn some of that over to you, that it will have the opportunity to to be more creative. And you might even show it some options. You might you might say, look, you could do this creative work, you could do this creative stuff, and just kind of, you know, kind of engage in some in some fun fantasy with it about some other options for its energy. Yeah, now, now, now it's, um, it loves me, um, it loves me so much that it is going to stay here. Yeah. Yeah, you, we want all the parts to stay. So let it know that you love it too. And what you would really love is for it to be able to have the life it wants and use the energy the way it wants, which is creatively. It's saying that I am stable when I'm balanced. And this is a big, big, big thing in the way I think about my my, my life after my, my brain injury is that I want everything to be balanced. Hmm. I, I, I'm very, I, I, I am actually controlling about my emotions in that I, I, I balance them. Yeah. As much as I can. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty strong about that. Mm-hmm. And, and my OCD part of me, that, 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 that character, let's say, huh. is saying that it is a part of, of why I'm a, as balanced as I am. Okay. Which is funny because OCD fears are not balanced at all. Well, yeah, okay, but we have you have been able to appreciate it, and again, we our goal, I think, is to help this part take on it a, a different role if it wants, and it sounds like it wants to have some. It doesn't want to be in this um, extreme fearful place, and it doesn't want to cause you to be unbalanced. It'd rather use that energy creatively. So I think just showing it, just, you know, showing it appreciation and, and kind of seeing how you can join forces with it. And that's why I was suggesting kind of this uh, fantasy of, of really visualizing things that you and this part w- want to do creatively and just kind of taking it to those different places. I do have to ask, um, do you... Do you know what OCD, uh, the, 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 the words for OCD is? It says a compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I'm asking is because I'm wondering how this works with the compulsive part of OCD. My, 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 my personal compulsive thing is that I will, when I'm super fearful, worried about something, 
I have to touch my neck. Uh-huh. The reason why is because I feel like my heart is slow. I feel safer. And it was h- higher. I'm worried about having a seizure. Okay. Seizure being the biggest fear that I have. Yeah. So ask this um, fearful part if it's the part that makes you touch your neck and see what it says. It, it is. Okay. Okay. I mean, you might ask it now if there's some other creative way that it would like to 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 send you a message. I mean, if the if the touching your neck is is not working for you or something you're not okay with, you might just ask it in this space if there's another well, well, another way to send well, you. Well, after my after my brain injury, you know, I had a couple of seizures. My last one was completely emotional seizure. I didn't, I didn't even know it was a thing until it happened, but um. What happened was that I was I was so OCD, it was so bad, so bad that I could uh, every every minute I was touching my neck. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't yeah. focus on anything else, and so I had like weeks of just touching my neck. Mm. And I've been working with my my, my husband you know, learning different ways to work with OCD. And so now I'm, I might touch my neck like five times throughout the day instead of 200 times. Uh-huh. And, and that is great. Yeah. yeah I, I'm super, super thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've been thinking about, I don't know how you feel about this, right? Is, all right, so I used to touch my neck 200 times so much that I couldn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. And now I have like five times. Maybe I should just be happy that I got my life back and I'm doing five times, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm not perfect, whatever. Maybe that's what I should feel. I mean, you sound, you sound, I hear a lot of positivity coming out of you when you talk about where you are in your life now. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not being, um, giving you melodrama uh, for the fun of making drama. Like, that's actually what happened. Sure, sure. You know? Yeah, I believe you. Um, and, and it was just like, it, it was very, very, very difficult. Um, and I... But, but but now I got my life back and I'm only, you know, touching it a couple times and it's not taking my, my life away in any way now. It's just it happens. Yeah. And 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 and, and again like, like the, the idea of touching my neck, like there's nothing um logical about it. It's a completely emotional thought. Well we just we just asked her this part and it said it's the one that's that's making you touch your neck. So I sometimes, I have have a concern that the language of this is completely emotional or this is just a thought, um, it just, to me, that's a different paradigm than the IFS thing. And it sounds to me like you're you're here having a conversation with a part of you. And um, I imagine, and you can ask it, I imagine it might not like that uh, labeling of, oh, this is, this is just, this is just X. Therefore, it shouldn't, 
you know, I shouldn't feel this way about it or it shouldn't make me do this. And instead having, okay. I mean, it's, you know, it's just kind of the, the whole IFS approach is, is seeing that it's actually, it's a part of you. It's almost like a person inside of you and you can work with it or you can work against it are kind of, <laughs> kind of the options um, and learning. And the more you can learn about it, the better you can work with it. That's kind of how I understand it. Okay, continue what it's saying back to that. Sure. It's saying that it is emotional, and the thing that I've learned to work with it is to balance the emotion. Uh And so... It's not saying that you're wrong or that you're right. It's just saying that's what it believes is true. That's what the part believes. And that's also how I deeply believe, like, as a person. Yeah, yeah. This is interesting, and and we can talk about it or not, because how much of it is semantic, I don't know. But it's it's interesting how, how it's phrased. Because, yes, it's one thing... You know, are we saying the same thing? If if one of us, for example, if I'm saying, yes, the part is emotional versus, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but versus saying, oh, that's that's just an emotion. You know what I mean? Like, right. like right. That, that, that little change does change my uh, anybody's reaction, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um... I emotions can be amazing. They are. Emo, emotions can be the reason why you have the attractions that you have. Yeah. Okay. And the the interest in actually using those attractions to make something happen. Sure. Can we ask? But can, I'm sorry. I'm also I'm also a big believer that we need our emotions to work with logic sure. to make you a, a balanced version of whatever it is you're trying to do. hundred percent. Yeah. Gotta have, a, gotta have both, right? Yep. Can we ask this part a couple more questions while we have its attention? Sure. This one's sure. just kind of an interesting one. Ask it how old it thinks you are and just wait for the answer. Well, that's a good question. I've never done that before. Interesting. It's saying I'm 33, and I actually am 33. Okay. It, it, it was looking for a minute to see if I was like a teenager version of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, you're not. Good. Good. It sounds like it's 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 ready to accept the the, the current reality a little a little bit. But it's also saying it's always worried about me going back to when I was younger. Yeah. So it knows that teenager part, it knows that younger part well. That that, that Nico Broderick part of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ask this part. I have a question for you. Yes, I have, and I have just one more for you, but go ahead. 
am I doing well or am I making this harder? Uh, I think this is fantastic. I think that you're talking to a part of yourself, which is the entire goal of this. And okay. we're getting information from a part, which is I think is incredible. How do you feel? Okay. Like, how do you feel about it all? I, I'm just worried that I am not what you want me to be oh. talking with me. Yeah, this is just about you talking to your parts. And so if you're doing that, uh, I'm, I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's my, that's my final question is for the part, is for you to ask the part, this afraid part, to ask it, what does it need from you in the future? It's saying to me that I will probably ne never live without this part of me. Right. And so it would be easier, and this is a very CBT kind of thinking, that it would be easier to balance this part of me instead of thinking that I would ever live without this part. Yeah. It's saying it's not going to happen. So, like, you know. Bitch, be real about this shit. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. So, what would it like from you? I mean, what, what would that look like? What is it? What would it like from you in the future? To get easier on myself when I do my compulsive thing. Yeah. Because if I if it's not like the crazy amount that it used to be, but it's just something that happens. Yeah. I need to be like, all right, well, you know what? I'm worried about something. I'm having some safe worry about something for something, right? Yeah. Okay. This is my, this is how I naturally react to fear or something that could be stressful and be okay that it is how I react instead of trying to be like, no, no, you can't be this. Let it be what it is. Yeah. You know, it's, I've done this a handful of times and that's generally what I hear back from the parts is that they just want to be allowed to, to do what they do. They just want to, they just want to be seen and then they don't have to be so they don't have to be quite as pushy if they know that they're being seen and heard. Yeah. The one thing that both, well, there are a lot of things that bipolar and OCD both do. One of them is that they both want a lot of attention. Hmm. I don't have any more questions for the afraid part. So if you do, you can ask it more questions and I'm curious what you might come up with. And if, and if you think this, that it's complete, if it feels complete talking to it, then you can just thank that part. And you can thank any of the other parts that stepped aside and gave you some space while you got to know this part. Cause I know there was some judgment and there was some, you know, some, some other parts that we, we're asking for space. So just thank those parts for cooperating and giving you the information. So the judge part of me is saying it was really, really hard. I did it. It was very difficult. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was hard for the judgy part to step back. Yeah, it was not easy. Yeah, thank you. Thank it. Because it sounds like it's not hard. I mean, it sounds like it is hard. So, yeah. It's... I One of the things that is true with most people with OCD, if not everybody, is that we all um, have fears of not being perfect. Mm-hmm. And so we have these, I mean, there's some terrible fears. Some which I have that I will never tell anybody ever. Mm. But, um, like, some of these fears, uh, they, it, 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 it can really, I'm not sure I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Just, I, I just had a very uh, emotional reaction. I'm talking about some of these yeah. terrible, terrible fears that some people have. Like, um, I don't mind. I, I, I read an article about um, a, a man who has OCD who is worried about having uh, sex with a child, mm. which he does not want in any any way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I can Something imagine. That you would never I, do. Yeah, I can imagine that being pretty terrifying if that was a, a fear um, of something that would happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, it's very, I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm wondering, as an IFA, IFS person, mm-hmm. can you tell me um, the kind of people that you believe IFS really works with best? Okay. They have like certain kinds of disorders or um, stories that work really well. Um, well, I'm an amateur, so I don't have a whole lot of experience. I haven't seen it. I, ha- I don't think I've ever seen it not work at all. So I think that every conversation I've ever had or been a part of that involves IFS has helped someone see something new. And so, okay. I and maybe I don't know. Maybe I just haven't seen enough, but I feel like I, I feel like I've seen a one hundred percent works for everybody kind of thing. But I know that's probably not a very uh, insightful answer. I know that it's used a lot for people who have dealt with trauma, and um, and I know that it's worked a lot for people with certain disorders like eating disorders or other. Um, kind of self-harming um, behaviors. Okay. So, I've, so like, mm-hmm. like, 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 if I had, like, uh, alcoholism, then we would look with that character part of me, right? Yeah. Yep. And we would talk to that character part of me that wants to have to drink everything. Yep. We would talk to him. Okay. I, I, I think this is very interesting. I, I, I don't think, uh, and I'm not being rude, I'm not trying to be rude, Sorry. but I, I think that personally CBT 
is what I want to stay with. Yeah, if it's working but for at the same for the same time. Oh no, you got cut off. Let's try again. Hey. Sorry about that. You were saying CBT is what you want to stay with, but at the same time... At the same time, um, I do have to be open to other kinds of work, new ways to work on myself. Yeah. Because, you know, like like like, like I said already, I, 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 I really believe this. I think CBT is amazing. I don't think it's for every person. Mm-hmm. But the, and, and maybe I could use that kind of thinking of myself, like, all right, not every thought that I have needs to be CBT. Uh, yeah. I have certain thoughts that need uh, IRS. Yeah. IRS. Yeah, yeah. And who knows, maybe if, if Nico Broderick shows up again and is looking for somebody to, to talk to, um, maybe maybe IFS would be a way to approach that. And I can see that it'd be especially true because Nico um, Broderick is, the, that name is actually a character in a fiction book which uses a lot of my lies that I wrote. Huh. It's actually the best writing I've ever done. Huh. And Nico um, Broderick... It was a main character. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I, 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 especially because of that reason, I get to the idea of talking with Nico Broderick as a character in my brain. Sure. Sure. Especially useful. Yeah. I'd be up for that sometime. Okay. Could meet some other parts. Is there more you'd like to say about the work you did today? Because I don't have any other questions or, you know, I, we've gone through the process, I think, of, of meeting that part of yours and getting the message from it. And I'm really happy with, with what we've done. Do you have more to say about it? Thank you. Thank you. It's been really great talking with you today, Christopher. Good talking with you. I'll, I'll be in touch. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube, and they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over 
You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.